Hello, and welcome to the Be Love, Spread Love podcast. I'm your host, Maya by name, recording artist, writer, and inspirational speaker. I am so excited to share insights, real stories, and tips to help you embody the authentic, aligned, happy, and loving human you want to be and see in the world. Welcome back to the Be Love, Spread Love podcast. How is your heart today? I'm so excited to speak with our guest today, one of my dear friends, certified life and business coach, mentor, host of the Thinking Out Loud podcast, and fellow Scorpio, Coach Emery McMillan. Welcome. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm incredible. All right. So I would love to start off with just a little bit more about what you do and your personal journey in your own words. Oh, absolutely. Well, my name is Emery McMillan, a.k.a. Coach Emery. Um, I am a, like you said, certified life and business coach. I assist people in achieving the greater value in their own personal lives. Um, amongst many other things, I am a coach um, by heart and by trade. And I say that because I didn't really choose to go into this um, realm, you know, it kind of was what I was already doing. And it just ended up being that I realized it was an industry and, you know, kind of seeing different coaches and people do things. I really felt that there needed to be more passion involved and more from the heart. So I, you know, kind of dived into it, but I had no idea this was the work that I was already doing in my life. It's beautiful because I know just being friends with you, you coach me every day. <laughs> so it's definitely something you were born to do. So uh, that leads me actually right into my question for you. Um, the coaching industry worth billions of dollars. It's expanding very quickly. Nowadays, you know, we can all look online. We can find any type of coach that we may be looking for. And of course, there's some scams out there as well. Uh, you are especially intuitive. And I know we've discussed your commitment to being a coach of integrity. So yes. I want to know, you know, where did your desire to be a part of this personal development world come from? You know, what made you want to work within this space of service um, as a job? You know, honestly, I didn't want to. Um, <laughs> and and, and, I, and I'll tell you this. I feel I, I, most people who are coaches that do it from the heart will tell you the same thing. They didn't really want to become a coach. <laughs> it was something that, you know, they couldn't get away from. You know, right. people reach out to them for advice in situations or circumstances or just by being an example you know <laughs> people reach out to them in ways that they don't expect yes. and by having it happen so often and then seeing the advice that they're getting from the professionals in this industry it kind of makes you feel obligated to say you know what i have an obligation to, to share the authenticity of my my you know my knowledge or or my opinion or whatever the case may be that I'm providing to a person based on their situation. And so for me, I've done this for so many years for so many people and, and it wasn't a business, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And then recently within the last three years, um, I met a coach, I call her my coach. Her name is coach Kelly, Kelly Kristen. She's a, she's an author. She's a, you know, transformation coach, uh, NLP specialist, side case specialist. And she's just an incredible person. And she was the one that told me that, I mean, you don't have to compromise who you are to get into this industry. Mm. And then she, you know, she showed me firsthand that I can do everything that I've been doing and monetize it, you know, and never make money the goal, but always make money part of the journey because 
you have to be able to support yourself. You have to be able to support your vision and you have to be able to grow the vision to reach the people. So without some kind of financial, you know, um, backing, you won't be able to reach the people who need you most. So that's kind of why I got into it as a business. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if I could do all these same things and not worry about bills, I would, I would never charge a dime. (laughs) I love it. I love that so much. And, you know, um, not only in, in supporting yourself because it is, you know, work that you're doing, it's also honoring the work that you're doing and the space that you hold for people on a daily basis. Um, you know, and you expend energy to assist your clients on their journeys. And with everything that's going on in the world with this pandemic, and of course, you know, having your own personal life outside of the work that you do, uh, how are you taking the time to fill your own cup so you can, you know, continue to keep pouring into others the way that you do? How do you unwind? Okay, so I'm going to give you the cliche answer, <laughs> and then I'll give you like a little twist on that with a little realness to it. All so, right. <laughs> um, typically, I try to have a morning routine. Mm-hmm. You know, I wake up and I'm thankful for so many things, you know, pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, you know, almost post-pandemic. I'm just thankful for my life. I'm thankful for the life of the ones that I care about. I'm thankful for my friends, my family, you know, and it, and it sounds very cliche, but I'm mm-hmm. always thankful for every moment that I'm here because every moment that I'm here is directly impacting the lives of so many other people. So Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for just being able to be on the journey, Mm -hmm. number one. So I just, I take my gratitude with me every single day and that fills my cup a lot. Um, You know, in addition to that, I use meditation. Um, Music is a big part of my life. I used to be a musician. So music is a huge part. So I can throw on a song and I know exactly how that song is going to make me feel. So I know you know, this is going to replenish me. This is going to fill me up, you know, but prayer, meditation, and just, you know, being in my own mind sometimes helps me get there too, because a lot of times we look, you know, people say you look forward or you look backwards, you're not living in the present. Those things kind of hinder any kind of sanity you want to have. You know, if you're worried about tomorrow, you can't (laughs) be peaceful in today. You're worried about yesterday, things you can't change you know, you can't have peace in today. So what I try to do is just bring myself to the current moment. Absolutely. And I, so that, that's really what I do for the most part. But when I, you know, and, and filling my cup in a way that is more curtailed to just me, myself, mm-hmm. I like to just chill. You know, I like <laughs> to chill. Um, and when I say chill, I'm not talking about go out and chill. I like to just unwind and just sit sometimes. Yes. Yes. And that that's really, that's really all it is for me. You know, it's, just letting life refill my cup for so long in my life. I was looking for stuff to fill my cup. Mm. I was looking for external sources to be my fulfillment. And anytime you do that, you're allowing the world to determine what's going to be in your cup. Absolutely. And, you know, you touched on, um, you know, living, living in the moment and uh, you know, the power of now is one of my favorite books. Um, And I think that's something that a lot of us are learning to do right now. Um, and not looking for those external sources of uh, happiness. You know, you and I have had conversations trying to dissect what happiness means, right? Uh, we've right. had text conversations about it. You know, how do we evoke that emotion in times of struggle? Um, right. Around the world right now, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry. People are trying to find their happiness in the chaos. So, uh, you know, what does happiness look like and mean to you? Oh, that's an interesting. So happiness for the world, happiness for myself. You know what? How about both? 
we're here. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Because there's a difference. There's a difference Absolutely. for both. And so for me, happiness for myself, it just means that kind of going back to one of your questions, it means my cup is full, mm. full enough to continue to give. Yes. You know, and it, it, it isn't perfection because happiness, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, um, I don't want things to be perfect. I want them to consistently be part of my journey. But happiness to me is when I can say that what I do changes the people I'm immediately connected to right. and the people they're immediately connected to and so on and so forth. Um, that's, that's one of the things that, that would be included in my happiness mm. um, in more of a selfish kind of way. And I say this selfish because it's just about myself, mm-hmm. which, yes. you know, <laughs> could be subjective, but um, financial stability, mm. mental stability and spiritual stability. Those are the things that I believe that really attribute to my, um, categorization of happiness in my life because without those things I'm pouring from you know somewhat filled cups and I've done that so many times in the past and it never works out yes so for me I would say happiness is just the stability of my mind my, my, my spirit and my financial you know and my body and my health because if I have those things you know everything else can align with that absolutely absolutely so and for the world happiness it's just the freedom to be who you are, you know, the mm-hmm. freedom to be without worry of judgment, without or if there is judgment, without concern that that judgment is going to turn into um, any kind of invasive, you know, uh, action upon you. You know, I feel like there's, there's, judgment doesn't matter unless you take it in. Right. But, but there's another thing to that where it goes further. Judgment, judgment matters outside of that when it infringes upon your safety mm. and so i feel like right now what we have is a lot of people who are okay with the judgment they're okay with the judgment they're okay with the ridicule they're okay with living within the realm of not being accepted but when it infringes upon your happiness and your ability to pursue the quality of life that you desire that's when it goes too far so for me happiness is just people being able to embrace who they are without the threat of that costing them their safety or their life or their, you know, their, their, uh, well-being. Those are the things that really bother me is because we can all be different and agree to disagree, Yes. but we can't be happy. I can't be happy if you're, you're upset because what I do and what I stand for infringes upon your ability to go and be happy. Absolutely. And that's, that's a huge discussion that we're having in the world right now. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, you know, you, you coach people across the spectrum, right? Through life, business, uh, relationships. I know that you use your own experiences and your own personal downloads to inspire and motivate those that follow you. What, what's some advice that you could give to someone who's on the road to discovering their purpose? Hmm. I will say, do not overthink it. Mm-hmm. Don't overthink what you uncover on your journey. And, and and that to me is a lot of times when we experience something, we get really stressed out. It's like, oh my goodness, okay. Either we get stressed out in a good way or anxious and you know in, in an excited way, or we get frustrated in a bad way. Don't overthink the journey. You know, when you put out what you want to the universe and things start coming your way, don't overthink it. Take those things for what they are in those moments the bigger picture will reveal itself to you. But just take each moment as what it is. So if you ask for something and it's given to you, don't start questioning what comes after. <laughs> embrace the, the journey mm-hmm. and embrace that step. When you step down, 
and you see a rose, pick up the rose and you smell the rose. Don't start questioning, is there something behind me? And smell that rose in that moment. Mm -hmm. The universe will do what it needs to do to let you know when there is something else to be concerned about. Mm. Continue on the journey because you asked for it. This road has been carved out of whatever it would never existed in before because this your journey is unique to you. So every person's journey is brand new. It's a brand new road that's never been traveled. Mm. You know, yeah. and no, no matter how similar your story may be to someone else, this is a brand new, freshly paved road just for you. Mm -hmm. So no one can give you the advice to say, this is exactly what you must do. Right. This is exactly how you have to feel. Right. This is exactly what you're going to experience. They can give you a generalization of things that may come about and prepare you for things that may come, but enjoy the moment. Don't miss the smell of the rose worrying about the fall of the night, you know, and, mm -hmm. and that's something I just, it, it's, it's, imper it's imperative that we don't do that. So the advice I would give to someone starting their journey is to take the step and celebrate each step. Mm -hmm. don't don't think too much don't get caught up in, in the little things because sometimes sometimes the purpose is is underlying what you're doing and sometimes Absolutely. sometimes it takes looking at the why right behind what you're doing and really right. really discovering how it makes you feel and that could purpose is so much deeper i think some a lot of people think you know it's just a job right or it's right. a situation that i'm in but it's it's really that that why behind it Right. You know, it's just, I'll, I'll say this and um, the reason and the, what made me understand the, the ability to embrace every moment. Mm -hmm. I read a book called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Love it. And as my friend, I know you heard me talk about this book. You've read this book. Mm -hmm. And the reason I love this book is because it taught me the power of the moment. Mm -hmm. Yes. In the beginning of the book, there's a boy, and I'm going to give away some of it. I hope you read it if you're, if you're listening. <laughs> if, if not, not check it I'm out. not going <laughs> to give away the. I'm not going to give away most of the story. Yeah. I'm only giving away a piece. But in this particular uh, lesson in the book, the boy that starts out in the beginning of the, of the book, the boy's name is Santiago. He's sitting at a tree in an old abandoned church. He has a dream about a, a treasure. At the end of the dream, I mean, at the end of the book. He went all the way to where the treasure was in his dream, only to find the treasure was buried underneath where he was sitting at the beginning of the book. <laughs> he wasn't ready for the full understanding of dig here, you'll find your treasure, mm -hmm. because there were things he had to learn along the journey. Had he not taken those steps and embraced each moment, the, the treasure wouldn't have mean as mu as meant, meant as, as much to him, because that's what makes life worth it all is knowing what you've experienced to get to where you are. Absolutely. <laughs> that's how that's how we get to our our highest self is everything we learn along the way. Right. And we are I mean we just are so quick to want everything right now 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 and um you know life purpose you might not even you might not achieve your purpose in this lifetime. Right. Um, which I think is an even deeper conversation, but um Absolutely. But you will always achieve a purpose, absolutely. just not maybe the ultimate purpose. And that's the key. Like yeah. people need to understand this. There's who you are was before you were who you are. Mm -hmm. And so your purpose can be multifaceted. You can be here for a moment to teach something to someone else who will then go on and change the world in a way that you never thought. 
Absolutely. Sometimes your purpose is is contingent upon someone else, right? Being in the same, the exact space they need to be to to grab that baton from you, which is why it's important to make sure you continue on your journey. But sometimes there's someone there with their hand out, ready to finish the cross and cross the finish line, mm-hmm. but you but you don't show up. Right, right. You know, I don't I don't remember it verbatim, but um, you know, didn't Tupac say, you know, I might not. I might not be the change in the world, but I'll inspire the thought that will change yes. the world. Um, yes. So, you know, you never know what your path could do for the, for yeah. the world. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, so I want to dive into something because I know I have a lot of um, male listeners and it's part of the reason I wanted to talk to some male coaches. Um, you know, there's a lot of female coaches helping women to, balance their masculine and feminine energies in their businesses and their personal lives. Um, I think that it's unfortunate. I see this a lot. Men aren't always encouraged the same way, or they don't feel that they have the same amount of resources or feel comfortable seeking counsel. Uh, I want to ask you, you know, what are some ways that, that men can take that internal dive and, and connect with themselves? You know, how can we ease the masculinity stigma? You know what? It, that's a very important question. Very, very important question. And part of one of the one of the things that I got involved in coaching for was to change that. Mm-hmm. All my life, every issue that I had, I wondered who to take this to, who to take this to. Oh. And it's not just in coaching. As men, we have limited resources, and and I'll say limited resources because there are some. Mm-hmm. Yes. But a lot of times, those resources don't come in the form of someone we can relate to. Mm. So there may be a female-led organization looking to help men get through issues. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. a man needs to hear from a man Absolutely. what is going on. So I've learned a lot from women. I was raised by my mother, my, her mother. I had a sister. And for a lot of my life, that was my, my environment. It was female-dominated environment. Mm-hmm. So when I had a question about something that was geared towards being a man, I know I can't take this question to these women. Right. Nothing against them, right. but they've never been through it. Right. So as, as a young man growing up like so many men and not having that male influence where I can say, hey, sir, or hey, dad, or hey, brother, what is this and what do I do with it? Right. And that question has transcended into adulthood for so many men, including myself, just about until three years ago. Yeah. So what I was able to understand is that there's so much information and I had to turn to books. Mm -hmm. And then what I also had to do was I had to learn the information that was being taught and I had to take the bias off of it. Mm. So my coach is a female. Right. Right. I've reached out to other male people in this industry to work with them directly and it was not welcomed. Wow. A lot of men coach women as well hmm. <laughs> interesting, so it's interesting huh? <laughs> that the coaching the coaching world and rightfully so i can understand that because when you want to build a business around people who will be responsive to what you offer you go to the people who are most receptive right typically speaking women are more receptive because they have no problem in most cases saying i need help let me get this resolved so i can move forward in my life right, right. a lot of men have pride issues and different issues that prevent them from seeking the help. And, and not that those issues are, are wrongfully instilled in them. They may not have ever had someone say, hey, 
I'm a male. I look like you. I think like you. Let me help. Right, you. right. So we're always tucking problems in our pockets and, and then we don't realize how much was in there until we get home and empty our pockets out and all of our issues fall on the floor. Right, right. So what I would say is that find a book written by a male you respect. That's the first thing that really helped me. Paulo Coelho, I've read five of his books mm. and his, the way that he thinks always helps me get on path. Mm. Once I, once, and, I, now, and here's the other thing. Once you start to seek something, as a, as a quote in the book said, in, in Alchemist said, when you want something, all the world, all the universe conspires to help you achieve mm-hmm. it. Yes. So when you start to seek the knowledge of men, when you start to seek the guidance of men and male figures, more and more male figures will be revealed to you on your journey, if that's actually what you want. Beautiful. Yeah. So that is what happened to me. I became, you know, I, I found a coach. I didn't know I wanted a coach, but I, I saw what she was talking about. And I reached out to her and I advised that, you know, I, brought, I reached out to other people and she said, it's okay. Hmm. Sometimes doors are closed because if you walk through them, it'll ruin your life. Wow. And after watching the, the, you know, the transition of the people that I reached out to, I start to see the message they portrayed fade away and the reality of what they were offering turned invaluable and now i'm like i'm thankful i didn't become a a part of this person's story or or a a part of this person's journey so i would say to men seek what you need if you know there's a problem that you want to resolve that you need resolved do the research grab a book read a book and in that book they typically they 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 they, uh reference other books that are great that they got information right. from. And it's a rabbit hole of information that you'll just continue and continue and continue to build upon. And then as you're learning that information, your mind is programmed to identify information and people who have it, and they'll put them right in your path. Beautiful. So that is what really, really helped me the most is just reading and reading and reading and finding books um, written in the language that I was okay to understand and process. Because mm-hmm. there are lots of books that I would like Neil deGrasse. I would never read a full book from him. I have to do audio books with him <laughs> because I don't understand. That's not my right, language. right. But you know, coaching, self help, things like that. All these kind of books, they're out there by men who were just like us, but instead of hiding their problems, they wrote out their problems and then what they did to fix them. Right. And that's that's kind of where I would say to start. Um, you can also you know look up coaches. And most coaches have like a free consultation. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get deep into what's going on with you to do a consultation with someone to fill them out and see if they are for you or Mm -hmm. not. You know, I have a consultation that doesn't cost anything. And I talk to men all the time because my goal is to make sure that I normalize men seeking help to become greater men. Yes. That's a big deal for me because I needed that help and it wasn't there for me. So um, that's what I would say. Read books. Read lots and lots of books. Don't stop at one book. Read lots of books. Get different perspectives because that is you getting male advice. Right. You know, um, and I would recommend a couple books. First, I'd recommend The Alchemist. That's my number one go-to book for anybody starting a journey of, of self-fulfillment uh, or understanding. Second book I would recommend is going to be, and it's going to sound weird, but Curtis Jackson's Work Harder, Play Harder. Mm. And, and Curtis Jackson obviously is 50 Cent, mm-hmm. but his book... It speaks in a language that a lot of men can understand of multiple racial backgrounds. It doesn't matter where you're from. The, the stories in the book can be translated to something in your life, typically. 
Wonderful. So those two books, I would say start with, you know, find a good coach. If you can't find someone, reach out to me. I can get the resources or I may be the resource. So uh, those are the steps I would take. But it's definitely it's it's a you journey. You do have to take the steps because typically you're not going to turn on the TV or turn on Facebook and see a coach in your face that looks like you and is talking about things you're really dealing with because a lot of male issues are again swept under the rug yes. in most of society. So absolutely. you gotta kinda uncut you gotta you gotta kick the rug. Absolutely. It's swept under the rug or, you know, if they are talked about, they're made fun of or, you know, mm-hmm. and it's um it's something that, you know, I get messages, you know, and I'm I'm a woman and I get messages from men, you know, saying Um, you know, certain things that I've said have helped them in this way. And so I know that there are men seeking this. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So this is kind of my, my big question. I really want to hear this answer from you. What is the change or something that you would like to see or be a part of cultivating in the world in your lifetime? Um, Now, how many things do I get? (laughs) (laughs) You can say, Anything you would like for this answer. I, I'm really interested in hearing your brain on this. Okay, so there's lots of things I would like to see. First, I would like to see people understand that it's okay to be you. Mm. That's the first thing I would like to see. Mm-hmm. Because I think that any major change globally comes when we stop trying and start being. Everything that we do, everything that we eat, everything that we buy is a direct result of how we feel about ourselves. Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> so if, so if you don't feel like you're good enough, you're going to go out and buy everything that makes you think that that will make you good enough. Yes. And you will continue to buy everything else because the answer is never outside of you. Mm. So marketing always makes us feel like we're lacking something or if someone else has, we have to go yes. get or if, if, oh, well, you have a car, but you don't have this car. Oh, you have this car. Well, now you don't have a smarter car. <laughs> oh, you don't have a faster, smarter car. Oh, you don't have a self-driving, faster, smarter right. car. So it's always something else that you don't, you're not good enough or you don't have. And it keeps us on this perpetual, you know, uh, hamster yes. wheel where we're always chasing something that doesn't exist. And that's stability and happiness. It doesn't exist in those places we're looking. Mm-hmm. So to be yourself is saying what I have is cool mm-hmm. and I'm good with that. Anything I buy, anything I do, anything I eat is just an ex, um, an extension of what I feel about myself. So if I feel good about myself, I'm going to eat good food. I'm going to go do good things. I'm going to live good, you know, uh, habits. I'm going to have good people around me. And the more we do that, we change the energy and the flow of what is on this planet. Absolutely. We're digging for oil for people who want to buy oil so they can travel to places they've never seen because they hate where they are because they hate themselves. Mm. So it's lots of things that we do. Now, don't, I'm not, don't, don't, don't beat me up because traveling is great. Right. If you want to travel to see the world, but don't travel to escape who you are because you're going to find you there too. (laughs) Yes. Every time, every time, every time. So that, that's the first thing I would say, just being yourself. And understanding that whatever comes with that package, when you open the box to who you are, it's it's okay. It is okay. It is perfectly fine. If you have freckles, if you're dark skin, you're light skin, you're short, you're tall, if your breath stinks, <laughs> <if> you, <laughs> whatever, whatever comes with your package, if you can change it and not by buying something to change it. If you can say, you know what, this is a bad habit. I want to work this out. I don't want to do this anymore. Do that. 
But the things you can't change on your own, mm-hmm. spend some time with them. Maybe they're not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if you like getting a coach, like that's one thing you can do. But getting a coach, seeing a therapist, things like that, you can do those things. But buying a new pair of sneakers, buying a newer car, buying a bigger house, buying a boat, buying all these things that we're told will make our lives complete, completely ruin our lives. Yes. Because now you get on the dock and you're putting your boat and you're getting in the water and you're painting the name on the side of your boat and you see a yacht ride by. <laughs> right. And now you're like, damn, now I need a yacht. <laughs> Now I won't be happy until I get a yacht. You see a yacht, you get your yacht, you work hard, get a yacht, you, you, you spray paint a name on the side of your yacht, and a cruise ship goes by. And it's, it's yeah. always going to continue to get bigger and bigger, and it's designed for that. It's designed for you to not love you. Because if you love you and you're fine with you, who's buying these products right. that are telling us they make us better? Right. That are telling us that they make us who we're supposed to be? No. You know, it's people who wear makeup because they like makeup. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But if you're wearing makeup because you hate you, you got to do some work. Right. You know, men, you know, if you're if you're getting the cut haircut because you think it's going to make you be a better man or or people going to like you more because you got a haircut. Sorry, man. You need to spend some time with yourself and understand that who you are is dope as a wolf man. And then get your hair cut <laughs> because you like how you feel. Right. As a as a shaved wolfman, <laughs> <laughs> so who you are won't change because of how you look. Now, how people perceive you does change, but that's why my first wish is that we can get people to love themselves. Because when people start loving them, they stop judging you. Yes, yes. And then the last thing I would say is just to I would want to be a part of a worldwide energy shift where we just knock this thing out man like how they rolled out 5g let's roll out some some energy shifting with with worldwide meditation they did it you know 1987 they did it it again this year um and in august i believe it was and they just got together and every you know all over the world they meditated and that is strong The, the strongest machine in the world is in our in our body absolutely so if we have more power in our bodies than the towers that run 5g imagine what we could do I'm telling you, if we all got together, <laughs> man, imagine what we can do. And that is, that is so that, that those are the things that I would say if I, on, a, on a global level, those are the things that I would love to do or see or be a part of, because just seeing people understand their worth and shave off those layers of what I'm supposed to and what I was told to, what I was taught to, what I was forced to, mm. all those layers are holding you back. They're, they're holding you back from being as amazing as you were when you were a, a five-year-old kid saying, when I get older, I want to be an astronaut. And then someone came along one day and said, boy, be realistic. A girl, be realistic. Mm. What do you really want to be? And it made you think like, wait, there's a possibility that I can't follow my dreams. Right. And then from that moment on, reality set in. And now everything you do, well, maybe it's a possibility I can't do this either. And it's a, just a continual cycle in our lives. So if we can get back to thinking like those kids, mm. that's where the magic happens. That's all our lives. We, we spend our whole lives trying to find who we are. And when we get there, we realize we were already that when we were kids. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And we, and we allow those, you know, those, self, those self-limiting beliefs to come in or those mm-hmm. judgments and doubts from other people. And it takes us years to get back to ourselves. And, and we yeah. realized just how, you know, how far away we, we got from what we always knew we were, you know? Yeah. As- we came here fearless and limitless and, you know, fear, we, fear was instilled in us. You know, we came here and I want to walk. Yeah. 
Well, to a baby, wow, that's amazing. You you mean you want to use those two things <laughs> and go across over there? <laughs> wow. You think that could, you think you could do that? Yeah. I'm going to try and then you start walking and you fall, you fall. You, you know I'm still going to try. I'm still going to try. No one ever said to a baby, "Hey, stop trying to walk. Mm-mm. I'll just carry you for the rest of your life because you're falling." Right. And but every day when you fall, the world looks at you like, "Wow, just just give up." <laughs> And do something else because you're not good at this right now, but you're just starting out. You did this when you started to learn to walk. You did this when you started to learn to talk. No one said to a kid, hey, 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 stop saying dada. Just just come back when you know, you know, when you when you got this. Just just come back when you got it. Right. No, you they they try to work with you. They nurture that. And if they don't want to nurture it, you practice it over and over until you sound like the people who talk around. Right. You. It was that the growth process so, was encouraged. Yeah. So and even if no one helped you do it, you hear talking all the time. You see walking all the time. I want to go where they go, how they get there. Right. Let me do what they do. And so um, that's, again, it's, it's the biggest, the biggest, interesting, most fascinating thing of our lives is that we were the most amazing and free thinking when we were born. And then we grew out of it and we spend our whole lives trying to get it back. Yeah. Wow. So that's me. That's what I would do to change the world. Just get back to that that um, that level where we can just you know function in imagination. Like think about the things that were done and created using imagination. And everyone tells you to oh get real, get real. Okay, well we have airplanes that fly and defy gravity. So you know we can talk to people in other countries and cities and states. We have roads that span the whole country. But you tell me to get real when I want to build a business that helps people live better lives yeah why am i getting real when everything amazing begins in the imagination absolutely so that's me. oh man <laughs> this this is you, you are you are going to be a part of that change because you already are this is amazing i'm like endlessly inspired by you i'm sitting here like Whoa! <laughs> beautiful 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 okay Please tell the people where they can find you, follow you, learn more, and continue to be inspired by your greatness. Oh, y'all can just come out of house. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, I'm just playing. But um, but no, um, social media um at I M E McMillan. That's I A M E M C M I L L A N. Um, also you can go to I M E McMillan dot com. Everything you need to know, everything you need to find, every post, everything. Just go online, search I am E McMillan, and that's where it is. Um, whether on the website, um, if you want to listen to the podcast, it is T O L P. So type T O L P in your podcast searches, um, and then it should pull up. It's a picture of me. I think I'm waving or doing something goofy <laughs> like that. Um, but T O L P just stands for Thinking Out Loud Podcast. I shortened it because it was annoying to type every time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. Check me out there. I give a lot of information out. I interview uh, extra dope people. Only dope, dope, dope people make it on there. You know. Um, <laughs> I think you were on there once, right? <laughs> I might have been. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think you might have been on there. But um, but yes. Yeah, so that is how you can reach me. Um, right online. If you want to email me, if there's something personal you want to talk about, and you don't feel comfortable, you know, speaking on social media, my email is hello at i m e mcmillan completely confidential this is what we do this is how we live and this is this is what we want so please don't hesitate especially if you're one of the males that she mentioned before and you don't know who to turn to give me a call give me don't give me a call because that's not you can't call an email but you can email me 
and I can point you in the right direction, or I might be able to be that resource for you. So let's 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 change the world together, people. It's all that's all we wanted. That's all we're here for. We're here to make it better. If you were put here to make it worse, then what be the point? Come on, let's change the world. Thank you so much for chatting with me today, my friend. Absolutely. My friend, you are amazing. Yes. I appreciate you so much. I'm sending you so, so much love on your journey. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have an amazing day. And as always, be love and spread love. Mwah.